is up, good people? Happy New Year. I don't really know when the cutoff is for that. I guess it's applicable within the first week or so. Wouldn't y'all agree? Especially if you hadn't talked to somebody. So if I haven't talked to you, you haven't heard my voice, Happy New Year. If you have heard my voice, you have talked to me. Happy Sunday. Anyhow, it's glad it's good to be back. Uh, first episode for 2021. Intended to record before now. However, as life will go, things come up. And life has definitely not slowed down with the start of a new year. I will say that I've made a point to definitely make sure that I am practicing what I preach when it comes to just taking in the good stuff. I don't prescribe to the whole New Year's resolution mindset. I don't really jump on board with the whole New Year, New Me nonsense that I see a lot of times on social media. I will say that I haven't seen that old stupid picture this year so far anyway with the ladies stepping on the boxes and stuff like that. I thought that was the dumbest shit ever, but hey, what the hell do I know? Um, I don't prescribe to that because here's the way I look at it. The new year is essentially a difference of a stroke of one second on the clock. We went from 1159.59 blah, 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 blah to 12. And suddenly we're in a new day, which happens to roll into a new year. Other than that, what magically changed about your life? Nothing, right? None of us are Cinderella. There wasn't any magical chariots changing back to pumpkins. There were not any white stallions changing back to mice or vice versa. We literally continued to carry on with our lives as we just had. In the past, before pandemic, we were at parties. It struck midnight and what did you keep doing? Partying. Nothing magically changed. However, we've decided at some point in time that we were going to put some type of stamp, a proclamation on the stroke of a new year and what comes with it is when we're going to make our our big proclamation and put our flag in the ground to say that it's going to be my year. I'm going to do better this year. Why did you need the stroke of midnight for 12, for, for, I'm sorry, for January 1st to be the time period you decided you wanted to make a change? What's the difference between the stroke of midnight, January 1st, and the stroke of midnight, June 16th? Anybody? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Other than what we as a society have created as a some type of fake, um, well, well, overly exaggerated, you know, the best way I could put it is a, um, the word, it, it slips me. It's very, um, you know, I'm really at a loss of words with it of what it really is, which is odd. It's those who know I talk a lot, like probably thinking like you are lost for words. Really? <laughs> hey, I don't know. Sorry if you hear that little right there. Sip a little Jack. I'm sorry. That's not Jack. That is Johnny Walker Black. I apologize. Anyway, the stroke of midnight, we've made it into some type of ceremonial type of 
symbolic gesture. Symbolic was actually what I was trying to think of a minute ago. See what magic elixirs can do for you? Nice little simple jazz. Uh, this Johnny and I all of a sudden remember what I need to say. But we've made these symbolic gestures out of the stroke of midnight into saying that this start of a new year, the calendar date changed and we magically are going to be better. I don't prescribe to that because here's the deal. When I decide that I am done doing whatever it is that I'm doing is not productive for me and it's not helping me move forward as a person, as a father, as a husband, an employee, whatever it may be, I will make that change. And there's no magic date on the calendar that's going to make it any different. That's something that resides in you as a person. The calendar has nothing to do with it. If you need to have some type of hard set date to do something, why not start with right now? Right now. You don't need to push it out for tomorrow. You know, tomorrow I'm going to start doing better with my diet. What's wrong with today? Can you not go in it right now and fix you something more healthy than what you were about to eat? You are probably about to right now going out, go out and get something to eat. Probably some fast food. Is anything stopping you from going to the grocery store instead and buying some veggie, some nice veggies and, you know, something that's lean and less fatty? Instead of getting the ice cream, maybe you eat some fruit. Why does it need to be tomorrow? Why put off for tomorrow what you can do today? I'm just asking. I ask these questions because I ask them to myself. Please understand, I don't have these unrealistic expectations in these proclamations I make for others that I don't actually practice with myself. One of my biggest challenges is that for all that know me, they've known that I've always liked to work out. In the last year or so, maybe probably two, I fell so far from that. And no one can be blamed for that except for me. I have all the equipment. When I was training people, I didn't get rid of my equipment when I stopped. I have boxes down there. I have battle ropes down there. I have dumbbells down there. I have what I need to do any potential workout I would feel beneficial for me. I can do a whole hit exercise workout downstairs. I have just not taken that step to do so. And you know who that falls on? Me. Nobody else. You know what will change that? When I decide to get off of my butt and go down there and start working out. And it's not going to be a magical date that's going to make me do it. It's going to be when I set my mind to drive that signal from my brain down to my feet to lift up my butt and go down those stairs and go do that workout. Period. You want to be a better person? Start now. You want to fix your relationships with friends or family? Start now. It takes a second. The time that you're taking right now as you listen to this podcast and maybe scrolling on social media at the same time while also with the TV running in the background, you could easily be sending a message to someone and asking, hey, are you busy? You got time to talk? And you begin the journey of repairing a broken relationship. You could be reaching out to a family member that you haven't talked to in God knows how long. There's nothing about tomorrow that is special that you cannot do today. We just have to make our minds up. We always want a little bit more time to push it off. But why? 
none of us are promised anything. And if 2020 didn't show you that, I don't know what will. Nothing's promised to us. But yet we still walk around here like we got these guaranteed leases on life that says that my expiration date is not until this date. That's not how this works. Take action and take it sooner, sooner than later, please. I made mention of repairing things. All of my episodes, I've always managed to mention somewhere, somehow, wellness, emotional wellness, mental wellness. And I've shared that I'm on my own journey to make me be a better person. And I do, I am able to do that by continuing to acknowledge areas that I wasn't well. And when I say I wasn't well, it is not of the, the ridiculous mindset of, oh, he was crazy. He was losing his mind. No. I had wounds. I had traumas. Some stemming back to when I was a kid. And when I say traumas, please, y'all, don't get it twisted up thinking that, oh, he was he was touched. No. Trauma can be something as simple as you see, you saw a parent and another parent arguing. Trauma can be something as simple as you felt like you never got enough attention from your parents or you were left at home or you had to take on responsibilities well before your age. Trauma can be something as simple as you were constantly made to feel as if no one understood you. No one ever took your situations seriously. They, they always downplayed it and it made you insecure. It could be anything you went through. From the most extreme measures to the most minute levels, if it caused a significant emotional change in you that stuck with you throughout your life, it is a trauma. And what do we do with traumas? If you break your finger, what are you going to do? Unless you're one of those old school people who can just snap it and twist it and go about your business, you're going to the doctor and you're going to get a splint on that. You're going to get a cast on it, depending on where the break is. If you cut your hand open, Unless it's one of those little small ones and you want to call yourself Mr. Rugged Man or the everyday the everyday tough woman and you're just going to put some super glue on it, most people are going to go get, if nothing else, for the minor cut, a band-aid, for the big bad cuts, you're going to go and get stitches. Hell, if your dishwasher breaks, if your car has an issue and it goes down, we take these things so that they can be repaired by the people who help you repair them. But for some strange reason, when it comes to our emotional health, we don't get that fixed. We continue to, to push forward, thinking that time heals all. Why do we think like that? Our minds are powerful. Your mind controls everything within the body that you exist. If your mind is not healthy, your body is going to be following along with something that is not properly in its position it needs to be to let you function properly as a whole person you need a healthy mind your mind is the computer system that runs your car it's the, it's the, the computer system that drives you know your service at your job whatever it may be it needs to be healthy a corrupt mind will lead to corrupt actions and thoughts and within a person you need to be healthy therefore I go to therapy and it feels good to address things that I either didn't understand fully as to why I thought a certain way as I did about things or why I've acted a certain way as I've acted for years. And I promise you, if every one of you right now that are hearing my voice sat down long enough and just thought clearly with no judgment, no type of outside influence, just thought and just reflected, 
you would realize you have your own personal traumas that you're not dealing with. And it's leading to you going into relationships with friends and family that are now tainted with your issues. And that's not even counting the fact that they're going to have their own issues. And you're trying to coexist as two people, three people, four people in existence together with each other with problems. And you haven't addressed them. How many of you have ever sat around and thought about why you tend to have the same issue over and over again with relationships? Girl, I can't find no good man. They all sorry. They don't know never. They ain't never about nothing. They don't never want to do nothing. They don't never want to treat me right. They ain't never faithful. They don't never do this. They don't never do that. All of them like that, girl? For real? Or oh, man, these hoes ain't shit, man. They all they do is just want to try to get get up, get a dude money, man. They just trying to get over, man. I can't trust none of them. My dad said don't never trust no hoe. This, this, that, and the other, other, man. These hoes ain't about nothing. All of them, bruh? How is that possible? How is it possible everybody got a problem? Instead of thinking that way, how about this? Step back and ask yourself a question. What's the common denominator in all those situations? Why owe you? It's you. It is you. You are the problem. Not them. It's you. You know why you are the problem? It's because you are drawing that type of nonsense to you. How is it possible five different guys or five different gals all bring you the same type of problems every single time? How? It's you. You haven't fixed you. Therefore, you go out, you project, and you draw in the same type of drama to you every time over and over again. The energy you put out is the energy you will bring back to you. So if you a fuckboy out here doing fuckboy shit, why you think you keep getting sorry females in your direction? If you a no-cow female out here doing no-count things, why you think you keep getting these sorry fuckboys in your DMs? It's that simple. Now, I'll say this as a caveat to all that. Does this mean that everybody that has bad things happen to them in relationships are all people who are bad? Absolutely not. Good people have bad things happen to them all the time. However, good people are also people who have traumas, who have unearthed issues that they have not addressed yet. And we too, all of us, good, bad, indifferent, sometimes I'm okay, whatever your status is as a person, we all have things that we must address about ourselves and understand why we're constantly seeing the same things perpetuated with us over and over and over again. It's not hard, y'all, but we have to fight off a lot of a lot of cultural issues. And right now I'm going to talk to my people. We got to fight off a lot of cultural stigmas. 
and shake them off. Literally leave them where they belong with, with great, great granting them. Because some of this stuff started way, way back. And we just kept perpetuating those type of outlooks and beliefs generation after generation after generation. The only thing we should be passing on from generation to generation is family love and loyalty, commitment and dedication to each other. We shouldn't be passing on bad knowledge, bad habits, and hidden family secrets. You shouldn't pass the type of thought process and those type of actions on, but we've done it. And when someone dares go against the grain on that and decide that they want to change the way that their path is moving in for a more healthier and more in-tuned perspective about their life, most of the family freaks out. They don't know how to handle that. What you mean you're going to talk to a therapist? We ain't got no problems. What you talking about? Don't you be telling them folks our business. Any of that sound familiar? Why are we like that, y'all? Or the best one. You ain't crazy. What you need to go to them for? There's nothing about a therapist that says you're crazy. Just as much as there's nothing about going to the doctor that says you're injury prone. Or that you're dying of a, a deadly illness because you went to the doctor. You can go to a doctor for a, a multitude of things. So why is it that you can't go to a therapist for the exact same situation, a multitude of things? We got to work on that. We got to learn to accept and make it normal to go in and want to be healthier emotionally. You want to be a healthier person emotionally so you can be a better spouse. You can be a better friend, a better father, sister, mother, whatever. You want to be healthy the same way we will go in and bust our bus in the gym to build up nice, beautiful physiques, you need to be putting just as much effort into making yourself mentally healthy and strong. You owe it to yourself. We got to do better. And that's for everybody. Red, white, black, yellow, whatever you are. We owe it to ourselves to be better, healthier people. But for those of y'all that like proclamations and all that good stuff in 2021 we need to be healthier mentally and emotionally we had a lot of stuff going on last year just like most years but last year just felt a little bit more um jacked up i'm working on my profanity y'all so bear with me with some of these words i use y'all know what i wanted to say but 2020 2020 was really crazy if you compile that with losing someone, it was really drama. It was really a lot of drama. So much drama. So much hurt. So much uncertainty. So much unresolved issues. And so many things that had no closure. But you can start fixing that today. Today. January 10th. Sunday. 2021. You can start fixing that today. Will you is the question. I'm doing this on my laptop today, so it only gives me 30 minutes to record. And I think it's a good practice measure for me anyway. So I'm going to wrap this thing up with a, a happy note. I don't think this has been a downer type of episode, but I did 
want to hit y'all real hard, real fast, and then get out of here and get y'all back to the start of y'all week. Because Monday's coming tomorrow. I talked about healing and reaching out, fixing and mending bridges and all that good stuff. As I've done many times before, I like to open up and share about me. I don't mind being vulnerable. Ain't nothing that you can hurt me with that I've already accepted about myself. And I am bolded. I empower all of y'all to feel the same way. No one can hurt you with something that you've accepted as what it is for you. If you've accepted it, you've embraced it, they can't hurt you with it. So for me, yesterday, I had a rare circumstance. I have four siblings. I have a half brother. I have two half sisters and I have a stepsister. All of them are my sisters and brothers, no matter what the circumstance is. I'm just breaking it down for y'all when it comes to the science of it all. Nevertheless, I, before yesterday, had never had a day where I talked to more than one of them in a day. And I'm not a person that calls my family on a regular basis, like every single day. I'm more like an every other week type of person most times. Yesterday, I talked to three out of four of my siblings yesterday. Each one of them with a minimum of an hour call. The most significant of them all yesterday was talking to my older sister. Yesterday was the first time me and my sister have talked in almost 10 years. And I know some people are like, damn, 10 years? Yes, 10 years. And you know what was so fantastic about it when I called my sister? It was the fact that we had the realization that regardless of time and space, nothing stopped you from being my little brother or my big sister. And the fact that we were able to realize that what it was that led to us not talking was so petty and minute. Although significant, it was still petty and minute in the bigger scheme of things of did it really need to go on that long? I want y'all to understand my, my sister has not had the opportunity to ever hear my son's voice until yesterday. My son is now five. She had not heard her niece's voice since she was three. My, my daughter now is 13. Because we both had emotional things we were dealing with that we were not allowing ourselves to become the connected siblings that we once were. But it took me getting to a point where I was at a uh, just a state of I'm tired. Enough is enough. I miss my sister and I'm in a healthier place emotionally and I want to talk to her. And that call turned into a three hour, almost four hour call yesterday. And we talked as if we had not missed a beat. That's a sign of not only a good close family relationship, that's a sign of a good friend. If you are in a, a position where you've been blessed, lucky, whatever you want to call it, enough to have somebody in your life that you can go literally years without talking to and you pick up like you've never missed a beat, you are in a good space. Now, I shared, y'all's, I shared my story with y'all for the sake of this. No time is ever too long to actually go back home. No time is ever too long. No distance is ever too far to be able to go back home. And when I say go back home, I don't mean the literal sense always. I mean in the sense of come back to where your heart is. My heart has always been with my family, even when they get on my damn nerves. And I'm sure a lot of y'all feel the same way. I say this often on my IG page and I tell it to my homies and my friends and 
my colleagues, be grateful. Be grateful in the moment. Be grateful for the little moments. Be grateful for the little things. I've embraced that. I'm eternally grateful for little things like just the working of my my digits, my legs, my eyes, my ears, all these things. I'm grateful for them. And because I appreciate these little things, I definitely appreciate the big things. And I appreciate my family, for better or worse. I appreciate my family. I tell people all the time, not just to be grateful, but to check on their people. I posted on IG the other day. I said, check on your people, especially your strong friends, your strong family. And I mean that. Check on your people. It takes a second to check on your people. Hey, man, how you doing? You good? And mean that. Mean it. Don't call with that have. We'll call it what it is. Don't call with that half-ass bullshit. Hey, you good, bro? Okay, cool. Just checking on you. What kind of nonsense was that? Now, bro, how you doing? I know blah, blah, blah has been going on. How you feeling? Talk to me. I'm here. That's checking on your people. See, a lot of times when tragedy strikes, everybody, I'm here if you need me. Just know I'm just a phone call away. That phone call away might as well be around the other side of the earth because some of y'all get that distance from people. As soon as the moment and the gravity of the situation has left you, you think it left them as well, and you're about on your business and forgot about them, and they still going through it. We got to stop saying stuff we don't mean, y'all. And some of us, in gen- and, and I know y'all don't really mean to do it, but you do. You say things without no intention of really expecting someone to call you on it. Case in point, watch yourself tomorrow when you're walking around, just say you're in the store, you're going to get something or you're going to get something to eat. And somebody says, how you doing? Or better yet, you will say it. Hey, how you doing? Do you really want to know how they're doing? If they said, I'm not doing so well, are you prepared to have that conversation? Probably not. If you are, kudos to you. If you're not, you might want to change up your approach. But those of y'all as country like me, you remember growing up and you you come in a room and you have something to eat or something to drink and you say these words, have some. Or in my country town, you better have some. Remember saying that? And what did you feel when that person called you and said, yeah, yeah, let me get a piece of that. Let me get a sip of that. In the back of your mind, are you lying if you tell me that you was happy about it? You more was like, man, hmm, you didn't want them to. You were just being courteous. Let's get away from just courteous questions. Let's get back to sincere inquiries about how people are feeling. Check on your people. It's Sunday evening. It's a good time to reach out to somebody. Just say, hey, man, just want to touch base with you real quick. I didn't want a whole lot. How you feeling? How you doing? How the kids doing? How your wife doing? How your mama doing? How your daddy doing? Just to check on your people, y'all. I think I did good this week, y'all. I know we got to work on this with me and my cadence of getting these out to y'all on a regular basis. We getting there. Me and my family was trying to get together today to do one, and I'm realizing that Anchor is not as easy 
as I thought it would be when it comes to doing things on a laptop versus your cell phone. But we're going to get there. And I'm going to start having my guests. Uh, we're going to get that done. In the meantime, thank y'all for sticking with me. Thank you, every one of you who've reached out to me and told me what you enjoyed about my podcast. And I look forward to doing many more. If you ever have an idea or question or concern about any of my episodes, feel free to send me a message. Check out my Instagram page, SETI.SID, S-A-I-D, on IG.com. It's, also, it's right there. Y'all will find it. Just, just Google it, shit. Till next time, Stimuli listeners. I look forward to having another good episode for y'all real soon. Y'all have a great rest of your Sunday and an even better week. Keep your energy high and your smile even higher. Y'all have a good one.